Oh, you guys. I always record the intro after I've recorded the podcast. So welcome back to Recovering From Everything, a podcast for everyone who's ever had anything happen to them ever. This one's a lot. This is a big one, but you should have expected that because I was off sick for three weeks and then it was Christmas and then I was storm stayed at my sister's house for like four days or something. I always have the best time with my sister and my brother-in-law and their kids. Just the best time. Just, just the bee's knees, the vibes in that house. My daughter and I are super comfortable there. We just, it's just the best time. But it was just enough time for me to be fucking traumatized. So I, I, I sort of joked that like, you know, being, being sort of trapped there for another couple of days will bring up a lot of shit for me because that's what family does, you guys. That's what family does, right? You are one version of yourself out in the world and with your with your people and your and your friends and whatever. I am one version of myself. Get me near my family. I am another version of myself. And this version is is a little bit darker and is a little bit angsty and the hidden shit has a chance to come to the surface, right? The hidden shit that doesn't come up in my day-to-day comes out when I go back home, when I go to Toronto and I'm around my family. And it was it was okay. It was okay for a bit. It was okay. And then some shit happened. And then some other shit happened. And then some more shit happened. So I present to you this podcast. Good luck. And thank you for listening. Also, slight trigger warning. Mm, big trigger warning. Okay. Good luck. See you on the other side. I've been thinking a lot about abuse lately. Abusive relationships, abuse in childhood, how that leaks into adulthood, and also my part in staying in these relationships and also my part in mimicking that behavior in relationships. I mean, I'm not innocent either. I've said things I shouldn't have said. I've done things I shouldn't have done. And it's all kind of coming to the surface now. And I think I need to let it go. I think I need to actively let go of my part in staying in abusive relationships and my part in sometimes being verbally abusive in relationships. I think I need to make this episode into like two separate parts because I can't I can't separate these two. So two things came up for me when I was when I was thinking about abusive behavior. Um, one, like I said, was my part in keeping myself in situations like that and relationships like that. But then the second major part is what's been triggered in me. And so the second part of this, I think, is going to be me doing some shadow work. Um, and if you don't know what shadow work is, it is 
basically shining a light on the parts of yourself that you hate, that you don't want to think about, that bring up so much shame that you almost can't even admit that it's there. So I will be doing, I mean, that's a bunch of my podcast anyway, but I will be doing some of that in the second part of this podcast because those two are so closely connected for me. So there's part A, things that are done to me, but then part B is things that I do to other people that I I don't really, I don't want to even fucking think about. But in, you know, in my commitment to um, letting this shit sort of pass through me and, and being making myself ready for it to come up and out and for me to actually change my behavior, I have to, I have to acknowledge my behavior. So, so that'll be a two-parter. Okay. Let's get started with part one, abuse. I grew up in an environment where abusive behavior was just the norm. It just was an accepted part of day-to-day living. So yelling, um, hurtful words, uh, you know, verbal abuse and physical abuse. It just existed in my world. And I, I wonder sometimes if I internalized that normalcy of abuse just existing. And it was one of the reasons why I found it so acceptable to abuse my own body for so many years with drugs and alcohol. And then why I found it acceptable to be in romantic relationships where there was a lot of yelling. Also, why I find it acceptable to, you know, say hurtful things to people, though that last part is, it's less acceptable to me now, to be honest, and thank goodness. I think there was just a level of desensitization in me where hurting my loved ones for no fucking reason was just okay. And having my loved ones hurt me for no fucking reason was also okay. I don't know why I'm so hyper aware of this now, but it's something I've been thinking about probably for the last month. And I find that my window of tolerance is not as wide open as it has been in the past. And I haven't been tolerating passive aggression or aggression aggression as much as I have in the past. I'm making conscious decisions, no matter how uncomfortable they are for me, to pull myself out of situations like that. But I have failed. I have failed. I failed over Christmas. I stood up for myself once, but I did not stand up for people I love as often as I could have. I no longer have an environment where yelling and name calling is the normal. I have created an environment and put people in this environment that are calm and, you know, communicate assertively 
And it's been really, really helpful, A, for my nervous system, but for me to really get a handle on my own words and my own feelings. Again, I don't I don't have a hundred percent success rate and I fail sometimes and I am and I have shame for that. But I do know that I am no longer desensitized to verbal abuse. It's very uncomfortable for me. I get very, very nervous. I'm on edge. I don't like who I am around people who yell. I'm not used to it anymore. Thank goodness. So my trauma responses, they they all come up. Like I, I, you know, fight, flight, freeze, or fawn. And within 24 hours, I used all of those trauma responses. And I don't want to use any trauma responses. I don't want my nervous system to be in a state of, you know, hypervigilance at the perceived danger. So why do I keep putting myself in situations where my nervous system perceives danger? Why do I stay there? Why am I not pulling myself out? Why am I not packing up my shit and leaving? Why am I letting my daughter hang out in an environment like that? I think because a part of me still accepts that as a reality. And I don't want to anymore. And I'm not going to. And I made changes last year after Christmas. And I've honored those changes. And I've stuck with them no matter what, no matter how uncomfortable, no matter how inconvenient, I've stuck with those changes. And I think it's time for me to go next level and experience even more discomfort, but to, to really do it. That when verbal abuse makes an appearance at a family function, I leave. And maybe the level after that will be to stop attending. And that's scary. And I'm scared. But what I know I can handle right now is taking my kid and leaving the room. Even recording this, I am trying to be so careful with my words because I don't want to hurt anybody. And I I do have this this sense that I need to be protective. But this is a podcast about my life experiences and and what I need to be recovering from. And I need to recover from Christmas. This year, I came home and I couldn't sleep because I was so stressed out about some of the things that had happened. And I, 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 that night, since I was awake anyway, I started taking notes on, on how I could process this and, and some podcast ideas and, and I need, I need to talk about it. I need to talk about it because I can't be the only one in the world that, um, you know, spends time with their family and, and comes out a little bit more fucked up than they were going into it. Acceptance has been a really important part of my life, of my recovery acceptance for people exactly as they are, for situations exactly as they are. I could do a whole podcast on just acceptance. So accepting people for who they are, yes, 100%. In 12-step, we say the, the serenity prayer. Grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And I think I have the wisdom to know the difference, and I'm slowly getting the courage to change the things I can. And the things I can change is putting myself in positions that make me so fucking uncomfortable 
And why? Why? Because it's family. That's not it. That's not, that cannot be a thing for me anymore. Also, when I know that I'm going to be having like an extended family situation, my brain starts to spiral for weeks leading up to that. I am exhausted. I'm on edge. I'm uh, short with people. I have no patience. Just everything sort of sort of gets wrapped up in this spiral and I have to do so much work to not feed into it. Why? Why am I doing that? Because it's Christmas? That can't be a thing. That can't be a thing for me anymore. I think I let myself get lost in this like sense of obligation and also guilt takes over. Because here's the thing, despite there being abuse just sort of floating around casually whenever it feels like making an appearance, there's also really, really nice moments and there's calm moments and there's happy moments and there's people making an effort to make the season joyful and and lots of gift giving. And I think I let the guilt of that sort of push my discomfort aside. So in a way, I'm like gaslighting myself where I'm like, I'm so uncomfortable because X, Y, Z, nice things were done. And that is the cycle of abuse. In very, very early recovery, my sponsor introduced me. She like literally printed out this thing for me to look at. And it was the cycle of abuse, it was called. And I am still in one. I am still in a cycle of abuse because the bad times are bad, but then they're followed by good times, right? Someone yelling at me to shut the hell up and five minutes later, giving me a hug and saying it was so good to see you. And I still feel obligated to that person's feelings. Because if that person is feeling happy in a moment and saying it's so nice to see you, then I feel okay. And I'm still keeping myself stuck in that cycle. Because when there are nice moments, I gaslight myself and I say, well, the bad moments weren't that bad. And it's not okay for me to make any changes because look, this person is being good now. And I'm so aware of that now. And I also feel embarrassed that I, as a you know strong, independent woman, a woman that has been in recovery from something, from everything for the last 10 years, is still in an abusive relationship with someone. And I have an obligation now to myself and to my daughter to not do that anymore because I realized what is the message that I'm sending my kid that yelling shut up is is normal, that it's acceptable, that it's an acceptable part of your day, it's an acceptable part of relationships. That's the message I'm sending. And honestly, I'm tired of having those check-ins after family visits where I'm like, you know that's not okay, right, honey? You know that we don't talk to each other like that, you know, and trying to rationalize an adult's behavior because they choose not to have any emotional regulation. And I'm also tired of fighting for my own emotional regulation. It's just, it's just, it's too much all at once. And so I fail. And so I fail sometimes. And I have no patience with people in my family and I snap, but I'm the one that keeps putting myself in that situation. And I have to stop doing that. 
it makes me too uncomfortable and I also don't like the person that I become. So why would I continue to do that any longer? The shadow work in all of this, which I realized on that sleepless night when I got home from Christmas, is that the parts that make me most furious about someone else's behavior are the parts in me that I hate about myself. So random outbursts, I can be guilty of that. I hate that. Saying mean things to people you love, I'm guilty of that. I hate that. Forcing people to walk on eggshells around me because you never know what kind of mood I'm going to be in. I'm guilty of that. I hate that about myself. I hate that. And I'm working hard to change it. And it is hard work. It is hard fucking work. But I'm still guilty of it. I Again, I don't have a 100% success rate. But I'm also scared that if I accept those parts of myself, if I accept that, I fuck up sometimes, but I'm still lovable, that it's going to push me back into accepting that from other people. I'm so scared of that. I need to find that like sweet spot where I have a bit more tolerance for myself, but that doesn't equal tolerance of other people's verbally abusive behavior. The physical violence has stopped, which is nice, but the verbal abuse is still very much there. And I I can toot my own horn a little bit in that I, I've always been a diluted, not always, I've most recently been a diluted version of that. So if I, if I harbor my resentments and I let myself get to a place where I'm like boiling over, I'm not as mean as I have been in the past, but I do still have these, these really, really mean thoughts about people who have triggered some sort of like, you know, darkness in me where I I sit there and I stew and I'm like, I do not know what to do right now. And it's just, it's such an ugly feeling. I know part of the shadow work that I'm doing is, is to not, is to stop calling it ugly and stop saying that it's like parts of myself that I hate. And, and maybe I need to rebrand it a little bit. Maybe I need to rebrand it to there's parts of me that I'm still healing and they have healed and they still need to heal and really, really sort of like detach my own healing process from, from other people. So just because I'm accepting, I'm trying to be more accepting and trying to be more loving of my own dark parts doesn't mean that I have to be accepting and loving of your dark parts like that's your fucking responsibility, not mine, right? I'm I'm sort of busy with my own work here. I, I kind of like that. I kind of like that. Being accepting and more loving of the dark parts of myself to help myself heal doesn't mean that I have to be accepting and loving of your dark parts. That's your fucking responsibility. Yeah, I kind of like that. With some people, I need to protect myself from their dark parts. And I I think I need to be okay with that. And even if I don't feel okay with that, I have to sort of do it anyway. My, I I feel like I, I can have a type of behavior and I, I can, I can at least practice a, a good behavior and, and just wait for my brain to catch up, you know, and put this protective bubble around myself and my daughter and just focus on 
sort of um, emptying that well and not putting myself in positions where people are going to dump more shit into my well that I now have to keep healing from. Like I, I really need to like drain this well right now and I need to focus on that. And the scary thing for me, but also the exciting thing and the healthy thing is that I'm going to need to keep a few people at arm's length for a while. Despite their protests, despite my guilt, despite feelings of obligation, I need to do this for me and for my kid. Because the message I want to send her is we don't put ourselves into situations where we know we are going to get hurt. That is not acceptable. I mean, my worst nightmare would be for her to think that abusive behavior is acceptable and for her to just accept that as a part of her life when she gets old enough to make her own decisions, for her to choose self-abuse as an option in her day-to-day life or for her to pick people that are going to yell at her to shut the hell up and for her to just sort of, you know, shrug her shoulders and, and move on with her day. Oh my God. Absolutely not. Okay. Okay. You guys. So that's the plan. That's the plan is be accepting and tolerant of myself because love equals opportunity to heal, not be accepting and tolerant of other people throwing their darkness at me. A, B, not putting myself in situations where I know for sure that that's going to happen because B, two, is that I need to work on draining my own well of dark shit before I let anyone else pour their dark shit into my well. Okay, good. And uh, C, keeping people at arm's length that trigger my shit because I need to work on draining my well and I don't, I can't add to it. So arm's length, those people have stay at arm's length. I don't put myself in situations with those people. Um, I don't entertain long conversations with those people. I don't, I don't compromise myself for their comfort. Okay. Okay. That's, that's what's happening in 2023. I made similar sort of promises to myself um, at the beginning of 2022, and I, I I I did pretty well. Like I I did pretty well. I stuck I stuck by the um, sort of like boundaries I set for myself and the sort of like rules I I gave myself. I did pretty well, but I do have to I do have to like level up on that shit this year. That's that's very obvious now. Um, so I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. This podcast will keep me accountable. Hopefully this is helpful for someone. And I think that's it. Well, that's another episode of Recovering From Everything, a podcast for everyone who's ever had anything happen to them ever. I was sick for three weeks. I gave you I gave you garbage. I gave you you know, half-assed podcasts. So, you know, I was coming back with like a heavy hitter. 
we, we do nothing in moderation. Um, so I had to come back with like a big one, right? Anyway, absolutely reach out to me on Instagram if this has been helpful and or damaging to you in any way. Recovering from everything underscore Kinga. Um, I'm also going to start doing some workshops in the new year. So uh, keep an eye out for that. If you don't follow me yet on Instagram, do it now because that's basically the platform where I, you know, advertise, I guess, for lack of a better word, my stuff. Um, And you also get to see me like on a day-to-day basis, uh, which is, which is sometimes fun for people. Um, Okay. Thanks for listening. Uh, Remember to set, set boundaries. And if, if you need to level up this year, just go ahead and do that. If it's difficult, message me. I'll support you. Okay. I love you guys. Happy new year. Hopefully.